Welcome to the Wookie Gunners Rebels Chat with your host, Jonah Marie, and the precious to my golem, my mom, Maria. Rebels Chat is a short weekly segment where my daughter, the precious <laughs> of my life, and I will share impressions, reactions, and our favorite moments of the latest Star Wars Rebels episode. There will be lots of girl power tonight, so let's do this. <laughs> Today's episode is Out of Darkness, directed by Stuart Lee and written by Kevin Hopps. Given that this episode focuses on females, I really hope we see women writers and directors at some point. There's definitely some cool females in the crew like associate producer Carrie Beck and producer Kiri Hart, but I'd love to see a female writer. So let's make it happen, Lucasfilm. And so, Ma, tell us what the episode is about. The relationships strain over trust issues. Hera and Sabine team up for a supply run, but find an unexpected danger waiting in Out of Darkness. Sweet. That sounds juicy. <laughs> so before we get started with the latest episode, what was your general impression? I like the fact that it was just the girls. Right? Yeah, it was well, definitely it was nice. Needed. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Girl power. Girl power. <laughs> no, I always think of Spice Girls. Yeah. <laughs> I love Spice Girls. So I broke down the 22-minute episode into three segments. So let's get started with segment one. Hera, Ezra, and Sabine are on a chase from Imperial TIE Fighters. Sabine asks about the details of the mission, but Hera tells her that her intel from someone called Fulcrum is on a need-to-know basis. Sabine doesn't like that. Docking back on the ghost, Hera tells Seb, Chopper, and Ezra to run diagnostics on the Phantom before she picks up supplies from Fulcrum. But their fooling around leads them to forget to repair the rest of the ship. Sabine demands to tag along to meet Hera's contact and together land on an abandoned Republic base. Unknown to them, the fuel from the Phantom continues to leak. We first have this mysterious character. I want to jump straight into the... Fulcrum. Yes, yes, this Fulcrum character. And, you know, I didn't know what to make of it at first because the, you know, the voice is masked, so you don't really know who, you know, you can't really tell what they are, who uh, whether they're male or female. But a lot of people are assuming that it's sort of female. There, There's a female. I, I think I heard it after watching it a few times that there's like I a female. There's a, I, I want it to be female. Okay, my, it's girl uh, it's power. Not a what, uh, it's girl okay, power it's, episode. Sh- okay, it's not about what you want. <laughs> it's about what is. Okay? Well, and to me... It sounded like a male. You know who who came to mind? What? Who? Uh, Senator. The Bill Senator. Uh-huh. I felt that that was going to be too much of a, like an obvious approach. I thought so. So that's why I thought, oh man, it's, it has to be a female. And I want it to be Ahsoka Tano from Star Wars The Clone Wars. Because the last episode we see her and she just walks off and she, you know, lives her own life. I mean, there's more things that she got involved with, and but we just never got around to see it. So, I, I honestly, I want it to be someone like Ahsoka. 
It sounded female to me. Ma, you need to go back and hear that again. No, it did not sound female. <laughs> yes, yes. No, it oh did not sound female. Yeah, I think... Well, a very manly female, yeah. <laughs> a very manly female. Okay. A manish female. I, 75% of our listeners would probably say that it's a female. We're going to take a poll. So definitely write in the comments. Okay, people, <laughs> please... Okay, it was a male voice. I'm pretty sure it was a female. It was a male voice. Okay, agree to disagree right here, right now. (laughs) When don't we? (laughs) We always disagree. That's true, that's true, I know. And we also disagreed on Hera and Kanan, and they totally, mother married. Come on. Come, you saw she touched his chin. He, she called them dear, and then you know at the very, you know at the very end, you know they, she's nearly on his lap. So I'm like, come on, ma. Whatever. <laughs> They're totally married, and like all. Oh, 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 and by the way, people, she made me say, my precious. <laughs> Ma, you said that out of your sincerity. It was you meant it. Yeah. Okay. You see, you keep <laughs> dreaming things. I don't know. You have such an imagination. But but it's true. Don't lie. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so we know that Sabine doesn't like the fact that Hera is keeping these secrets, and well, she she's she's right because. Of her background, where she came from, what she had to do, she has the right to feel that way. She does, yeah. And I mean, she was a cadet before, so she knows what. No, it's, it's like. not like 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 they're going out there playing. You know, they, they're, they're risking, risking lives, their yeah. lives every time they do something, and with things getting more and more more difficult, she does have the right to protest and say, you know what, I need to know more. She does. I, and I keep using these words, but they're legitimate concerns. They're yes. not something that she's just, she's not just going against authority for the heck of it. So, you know, there there's a reason for it. And I never really, and there are some people in the community who have expressed that they thought she was sort of whiny or... Well, okay. As a mother, I can tell you... As it a was, mother. It was the perfect, <laughs> Don't pay attention. Don't pay attention. It was the perfect representation of a mother and her teenage daughter. Yes. And I wrote this in my review. Because, yes, Sabine had has uh, real concerns and real issues. And Hera also have real concerns and real issues. But... She is sort of like, what, 16, right? She's 16. 16. So she's at that age so it, where she, she's going to question. <laughs> she's smart. She knows what she's saying. But because she's going against a higher authority, mm-hmm. she sort of like wavers and, and doesn't exactly know how to put it out there. It's like when we are there and our parents are, are, are making a decision and we know what to say, exactly how to say it in the back of our heads, but when we open our mouth, doesn't come out the same way. Right. And that's what you see in there. It's a teenager thinking mm-hmm. because you mm-hmm. can see that the, the thought process in her face, in right. her expressions. But when she opens her mouth, it sounds like a somewhat whiny teenager. Right. But, but like I said, real concerns. Right. And this is where good par- I separate good parents from bad parents. Right. Bad right. parents 
will basically shut down the kid, making it even worse. Mm -hmm. Good parents do what Hera did, which is basically tell her and show her what does she mean. You don't need to know everything. You need to trust me. And she shows her, shows her that, you know what? You trust me the same way I'm trusting you. Right. And... Yeah, I just I didn't want I didn't want people to see her negatively because No, wh- it's not a negative whining right. because her 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 arguments are real and they make sense. It's just she's a teenager. Exactly. This is what teenagers do, people. <laughs> Come on. I know. And and they always they're like I said, they're always put under a negative negative light and and uh, I uh, personally, she's my favorite character. I, I honestly really love her, who she is as a Mandalorian, uh, the little bit of background that we've seen, her art. So I, I, I absolutely adore her. She has a real argument. She has a real concern. And Hera sees that. Right. And she reacts in a way that a good parent will do. Because you're a whiner. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome, my daughter. But have I ever told you not to whine? That's true. You know, you I probably I, have. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, not really. I just tell you, you know, Playful stop probably, whining yeah. and do something. Right, 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 right. And, and I encourage encourage you to try and change it. You know, just just don't complain about it. Try and do something yeah, about right. it. Right. But in this case, Sabine can't really do anything about it because the, the extent of her knowledge. What she can do is trust. Oh, I know. But, and, and Hera tells and her that, there's and, a leap and, of faith. faith. But the thing and, is, it's hard, man. Because, again, she's putting her life on the line. So she wants to know that she's actually doing something that will actually. That's, that's how you come to to those moments in life where you you make the good decisions. You have to take a leap of faith. You you have to, at some point, go beyond your age and step above. That's how you grow. Right. That That's what maturity is all about. So I'm glad that we saw this, I guess you could say, this immaturity aspect of her personality. And, and then in the we'll end, her- actually in the end of the episode, you see her be- coming to some clarity. Like... Yeah, okay, I understand. This is what I have to do, and and I'm going to try and do it. Right. And uh, and then she also, I don't know, remember whether she mentions it at this point in time or later on, but she mentions Mandalore, mm-hmm. and I went crazy. Yeah. <laughs> because, again, I love Mandalore. Or at least I love the Mandalorian culture that was represented in the expanded universe. But since that really doesn't exist all that much in the current canon star wars rebels star wars the clone wars and whatnot i it was interesting because even though she didn't say all that much we kind of understand where mandalore is politically they're obviously under imperial control Mm -hmm. to have imperial academies they've had to have had uh some sort of relationship or forced relationship from the empire i thought it was pretty cool because we really don't know where mandalore left off in Star Wars The Clone Wars because it was a a heated mess. And so now we know a little bit 
of what's going on there. And I wonder if there are any like Death Watch sort of groups or groups that are rebelling that are Mandalorian based and how, why is it that Sabine joined the, the crew of the ghosts and not some home based, um, rebel, rebel group, you know, rebel cell or whatever. So I'm excited. I want to learn more. Why we, don't we nominate you to write? <laughs> That's the female writer. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Lucasfilm, my resume. You can yes. find it at LinkedIn. <laughs> I, I, I can vouch for her. <laughs> I know. I'm not that great of a writer, but I do have uh, ideas. You are an awesome writer. You just need a bit more confidence. I guess. <laughs> so anyway, and then, okay, so at this point in time, we also have, when they go to pick up the supplies, Hera, you know, looks at the boxes, and then she looks at one crate in particular, and she's like, I want that one. I'll, I'll take that one. Okay. <laughs> Why are you? <laughs> that's, a, that's segment two. <laughs> what? Oh, that's not segment two. I have my notes right here. Oh, no, I just have that there by mistake because I couldn't fit it in the other page. <laughs> And you tell me now? <laughs> See, this is what happens when we don't prep properly. <laughs> I was like, why are you giving me the peace sign? What the hell is that supposed to mean? <laughs> well, you have here segment two. So I'm thinking... Okay, okay, I'm sorry. There was a little mistake in my doing the notes at 7 o'clock in the morning, okay? so <laughs> And that's my fault. How? A little bit. Hey... Ma. <laughs> okay. Anyway, since we're here and I brought it up, there was that, that crate that Hera went for. And I really want to know what was in that crate. And I have no idea. Like, there's no clues whatsoever as to what could be inside that crate. But there was, it zoomed in and it showed this little sign, this little marking. And I wish I had put it in our notes, but I didn't. <laughs> Yes, obviously, because I'm trying to remember what that marking is. I'm trying to look. It looked like, okay, so it looked like it was two, started off with two straight lines, then it went into a little triangle, and then it went down to two more straight lines. And uh, it looked like Ahsoka's uh, forehead Forehead markings. Although Ahsoka's are a bit different, but, um, you know, people, I started speculating and other people started speculating like, she's fulcrum and she's, you know, she puts her markings on the, on the crates. So, you know, you you guys watch too much. Like, (laughs) come on. Like, really? I just thought she went for the green crate because she's green. Oh, oh my God, man. <laughs> and you guys are seeing markings and, and relationships. Ma, that's what we do. That's what the Star Wars community does. This is. Oh this my is what God, we you're look obsessive. For. That, no, no, it's a healthy obsession. <laughs> I don't know about healthy. <laughs> it's what we love doing. But anyway, that's what we're thinking. And that's why I kept thinking, oh, Fulcrum is Ahsoka or Ahsoka is Fulcrum. But, you know, obviously, that's just speculation. If, 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 Fulcrum isn't real to be someone else. I'm not going to be, you know, brokenhearted or anything because it's a, you know, a far-fetched theory. But, you know, it's, it's fun to speculate. It's fun to speculate. It's fun to be like, ideas. oh, and connect the dots or everything. So. Better than the the shipping thing that you guys do. Oh, the shipping thing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with Hera and Kanan? Yeah. <laughs> or with characters that they really don't go together. Oh. <laughs> 
<laughs> just uh, it's funny because I was just watching the 100, and there was these two characters that one of them was just newly introduced, and the other one's a mechanic. So the, this newly introduced character is an engineer. So they were bickering, going back and forth, and I'm like, I ship it. <laughs> Welcome to the 100 chat. <laughs> the 100 chat. My use my joke. Hey. <laughs> oh man. If it's good, you recycle. Exactly. It's good. <laughs> Alrighty. So let's go on to segment two. Actual two. Yes, the actual two, not the peace okay. sign. <laughs> okay. So in segment two, Hera and Sabine load the crates into the Phantom. Sabine wants Hera and Kanan to trust her with vital information, but Hera says that she doesn't divulge to keep her safe. They notice scratch marks on the floor and that a crate was dragged into the hangar. They follow it and discover nocturnal creatures called Fearnox. The two ladies take the remaining crates but find that the Phantom is out of fuel. Hera contacts Zeb, Ezra, and Chopper, who then go and tell Kanan about Hera's situation. We have, again, Sabine keeps talking about her her time at El Mandalore as, as, an, as a cadet and how she blindly followed orders. So it makes me wonder how, like, what sort of training she was getting. Like, what did how, she had to yeah, do? Yeah, what did she have to do that morally, like, just... Didn't make her feel it, well. Exactly. Like, she knew she wasn't doing something right. Right. That was right. Yeah. So something must have happened. And I, I can't wait to find out more about what that was. Or even maybe her family. I mean, she must you have know, had a that family. You know, that I would like to see. Some background, backstory. You know how some shows um, give you um, sort of like look backs into the lives of the, the flashbacks? Characters. Flashbacks. You know... I, I I would like to see somewhat sort of something like that that will tell me exactly where these people came from and how they came together. Like the Walking Dead style sort yes. of thing. I, I would like that too because it would really put things into perspective. But there was, I think at one point, I think it was at San Diego Comic-Con, where they said that in Star Wars Rebels, there weren't going to be any flashbacks. So I may be mistaking it with another project, um, maybe Star Wars The Force Awakens, which is the new title, by the way. I'm so excited. Although I'm not really all that attached to it, but we're not talking about Star Wars Episode 7. I, you're like giving me a weird face. <laughs> no, I, I knew what you were talking okay. about. You told me the other yeah, day the title of it. <laughs> I got all excited because, ooh, the Force. Yeah, the Force Awakens. Um, More Jedis. Woo! Jedi. Whatever. <laughs> yes, Jedi. I forget where I was going with all of this. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you always take your own route. Uh, no, I had a point to all of it. Oh, yeah, that there the were going to flashbacks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we might not get any flashbacks with the... Uh, uh, I, 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 would would like great. I would like to see I it. I think so. And it's not, it's not something... I feel like people find it really like oh, a flashback it doesn't but it have really... to be anything complicated something simple that tells me okay how did how they came together why they came together right right like right now they're they're an awesome group they're awesome characters but how do they came about and obviously they they're they're not alone 
but there are not many of them. Exactly. So, so knowing how everything started, how they all got together, mm-hmm. it, it will be an maybe, awesome part maybe, of the story. Maybe they'll do. Maybe they'll revise that. And then maybe they'll do something like the Orange is the New Black, where they did season two was more of the flashbacks yeah. of the characters. Maybe in season two, we'll see something like that, where they'll, you know, make uh, show the foundations of all this, of all these characters and relationships. And uh, so we have the the Fear Nox, who are these nasty little creatures. Not little. They're freaking big. big. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say little. Uh, in what universe? <laughs> So yeah, they have these creatures that clearly want to uh, eat them alive. So apparently they overran the base. I'm interested to know whether they overran the base while while it was still in use, or whether it was something that just happened later on. Because that base is actually from the Clone Wars. I, I don't think we've seen it before, but there was still stuff lying around. There were a few ships. There was that gunship towards the very back, mm-hmm. and I kind of I flailed happily because clones. Yes. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my clones. Um, and then, you know, so we saw all these things and it, it, it just broke my heart. I was like, oh, what happened to all the clones? Where are all the clone troopers? And what happened to... There were still a lot of young troopers being trained on Camino. Okay. You need to school me. Okay. What is the difference between a clone okay. and a stormtrooper? Okay. Okay. I can do this. I can answer this question. All right. <laughs> Okay, so a clone trooper is a an individual who was copied from Django Fett's DNA. Uh, so remember, yes, I yes, know, I know Attack that. Yes, yes. So not Boba Fett. I know. <laughs> oh, Baba, Baba, no Baba, no Baba, no Baba. <laughs> but uh, but yes, that's there. That's yes. his. Has okay. those are his clones. And a stormtrooper are regular people, civilians who have volunteered. Yeah, who have volunteered to be stormtroopers. Gotcha. Yes. So that's the difference. And who knows? Maybe there are still clones. And they are. Oh my gosh. There are still clones because in the latest book, Tarkin. Oh, it was so boring, man. (laughs) But I know a lot of people loved it. It was, you know, it was a good book. I just it was in my thing, it was in my flavor, it was in my character, so I didn't really connect and I was just like, oh, I can't do this. But <laughs> but there was a clone in there and he was a uh I forget his name, Crest. Yes, a chest. No, Crest. Oh, he must have had a nice chest though. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thinking of clone troopers. Anyway, but uh but yeah, there was that character there. So there are still clones in the ranks and you know, some of them have become trainers. But I haven't seen one and I wanna see one in Rebels and I'm waiting for it. I know I can feel it. I can feel it's coming. <laughs> and when it's gonna happen, oh man, you're gonna feel an earthquake. <laughs> Okay, my ears are going to explode. I'm going to bleed <laughs> yes. because you guys need to hear this scream. It's like, oh, my God. The very high-pitched fangirl scream. Oh, yes. I can hit that note so Perfectly. well. <laughs> I can break glass. I'm, I'm pretty sure I can. Yeah, I, I think dogs can hear you. <laughs> Most likely. And then we have, oh, Hera's blaster. And remember I mentioned this? Yes. I was like, I love that sound. It's like, ka-chink, ka-chink, ka-chink. <laughs> That's the only way I can describe it. It's so awesome. I don't know why I, I'm so attracted to that blaster and its sound. It's, I, just love, I just love those things. 
But um, and then there's Zeb's funky music when he's eating his space waffles. Now that you say <laughs> funky music, the one thing that I, I find very fascinating on all these episodes is all the subtle variations of the Star Wars theme song. Oh yes, Kevin Kiner's masterful um, genius, believable. Yes. It's like. You, Sometimes it's very far away, but you can still hear it. Sometimes it's so close that you may want to start breaking into the, dun, 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 yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. But it, it's it's like it permeates every episode, mm-hmm. and 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 you hear it, and and it's different, and you know it's different, but at the same time, it's the same thing. Yes, it's amazing. I love it. I love that man, and the, and what he does is just brilliant and you'll definitely hear something like that in the next episode and it's just so cool because you didn't you don't expect it and it's just such a cool variation of an iconic song and so yeah so zeb's funky music Music. was pretty funky (laughs) and um what was those square things he was smelling it like it was the greatest thing ever (laughs) and all i could see was some plastic it was a yeah. triangle thing. <laughs> it was apparently, I think it's space waffles. They're like, they're actual waffles. Okay. Yeah. He was like, mm, enjoying the smell. And I'm like, what the <laughs> heck is he smelling? And it looks like plastic. He was, he was excited about his syrup and waffles. And then... Uh, and Chopper. And Chopper. Oh, oh my God. God. It's like, you can actually hear him say... Is things. It's <laughs> oh my yeah, we we're not up to that part yet, but I definitely want to talk about it. When they're when when he's told to do something, I forget what he says. I wrote it down. I said, Oh yeah, 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 shut, shut the up. up. <laughs> <laughs> and I swear that's what he says. And no one can tell me differently because he really I swear he's he's cursing. He's cursing <laughs> yeah. at everyone. And and he's just so funny. And I Someone again. Someone said that he, that he and Zeb are actually bullies. I don't think they're bullies no, because you're. No. They're not inflicting emotional or physical pain. Maybe maybe with that. Like, they're like, jokesters. They, they, they are. They, 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 they're they, brother. You know who they remind me of? I have three male cousins. Oh. Their names are Danny, David, and Freddie. Oh my god! When they were younger, it was always like playful, roughhousing. Maybe it got out of hand at times. But, you know, it yep. was all brotherly love. Yep. So, and that's exactly who they remind me of. And... Which one do you think is Shopper? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, I don't know. <laughs> no, I don't think any of them would were were that, uh, were that jokestery. <laughs> that's not even a oh, word. He's so, he's so... He's so bad. Uh, yeah. But I, I just love he's it. He's funny bad. He's, he's funny, but yeah. yeah. Oh, you know, and who I compare them to? The Three Stooges. Because yes. it's very physical humor. He's... I don't remember their names. Curly something. Larry Moe. Larry, okay. <laughs> I would have to say he's the... Chopper? Who, who's curly. Curly? Yeah. <laughs> you think he's curly? Yeah. And but with a mean streak. With a mean streak. Cur- 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 curly wasn't mean. He was he like that. He was the one that had the curls on the side no, of his head? No, no. That's curly? Larry. Curly, was it curly? Curly, I think it was the, 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 the actually the, the um, bald one. Oh. It was called Curly. Oh, oh, 
spicy. I think so, <laughs> if I remember well. Oh, okay. That's the, 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 you know, opposite thing. Right, right. That, I think that, that's chop. That's chop. <laughs> like, whoop, 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 but, but yeah, they definitely, <laughs> oh, that's true. <laughs> oh, wow. I didn't even think of, of those, the, yeah. comparing the two sounds they make. <laughs> But yeah, I think that's exactly what they remind me of. Even in this shot where he's holding up uh, Ezra in one arm and then one foot he has it on, on on Chopper's head, and Chopper's trying to use his little little arms to like push his foot <laughs> off. So so yeah, I, I love their relationship, and I would love to see. And Elisa brought our other the Wookiee Gunner contributor. She's awesome. And she brought up this fact that she hopes that even though Chopper is a cat and he's, he resembles a cat's, you know, mean streak, I hope we get to see the cat. And cats are very... They, when they when they love you, they love you. They warm up to They're you. They're loyal. They're very loyal. And I really want to see that of of Chopper. So I hope we, we get to see another side of him, just like Elisa had mentioned. So there, here's hoping. <laughs> <laughs> when they're screaming oh, outside, outside his door, his door, and he's all concentrated, meditating, all Jedi mind relaxation and whatnot, and they're screaming outside. I was like, if it was me, I would have opened the door and shut them all. <laughs> it was, it was pretty neat. To I'm see. not a Jedi. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> And then, and then Ezra's like, "Wow, how did you know? No, did you like, like sense, sense it? <laughs> really?" <laughs> and Kane is like, "I heard you outside the, the door, door, you dumb." <laughs> so yeah, that was that was pretty neat. It, it's fun to see those kind of. That was totally a dad moment. And did you caught on when Hera told Sabine? About Kanan being the one, you know, you know, uh-huh. I was actually very, very confused about that part because I, I had asked, and it's funny because I was writing up my review and I had asked Elisa, I'm like, do you know what the heck she was talking about? Because I'm at a complete loss. When I heard that, what came to mind, you know, in the first episode when he opens the. The, the holocron? holocron thing, and he's listening to Obi Wan Kenobi's uh, message, right? right? Mm-hmm. Then there's another episode where they mention the 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 um the temple. Oh, the oh, that's the uh, the Inquisitor was yes. saying that the archives were and, complete. And, and, and if I were to put all those moments together, yeah, I would say that it's sort of a Jedi thing. Like, and and, and you know when Hera says about. That that things are gonna change because of something, whatever. Right. I'm pretty sure that this is whatever Jedi are are there left left. They know exactly what they're supposed to be doing. Oh even, yeah. Even if they haven't communicated to yeah. each other. Yeah. Yeah. And Kanan knows what he has to do, mm. and he is doing it. And Hera. For whatever reason, she trusts him, whatever, mm-hmm. whether because they know there are the Jedi somewhere or something. Whatever reason it is, she knows she has to trust him. Yeah, without question. 
Yeah, and I and it didn't it didn't click until Elisa said the exact same thing you just said. So it was like, oh, okay. So it's basically she has the same trust that Sabine should trust in her. Yes, and and I, I'm like, we we see Kanan sort of like a lost Puppy. boy, <laughs> a lost boy who doesn't really know what to do right. with, with his uh, power with. Whatever he has, but you think he has actually knows he knows he what knows. he's doing. He knows what he's doing. He may not have the confidence, right? And that's why he comes across yes, as lost. That's, but he knows exactly what he's doing and what he's supposed to do. That's true. I like this theory, man. <laughs> so yeah, I, I'm glad because it was such a weird. It was a weird interaction, and I didn't really get it. And she's like, "We, he, Canaan." Mm-hmm. You know, he knows what he's doing. Yep. So I'm glad you clarified that for everyone and myself. (laughs) And I think that's it for segment two. So let's move on to segment three. Okay, so V notices that there are Rhydonium canisters throughout the base and comes up with a plan to fight off the Fearnox in waves. The ghost comes to their rescue, Ezra immediately jumping into action to help Sabine, but Sabine ends up saving him. Hera moves to the cockpit to reroute the auxiliary power to the hull and electrocutes the remaining Fearnox off the ship. Back in space, Hera approaches Sabine and tells her that she really does trust her and that they're making a difference and that they won't always be fighting the battle against the Empire alone. So the first, so to to go back here, Rhydonium in Star Wars: The Clone Wars, there was this awesome arc. Everyone, almost everyone, hates on it. It was an awesome arc. It was called the Droid Arc because it was just droids going <laughs> into a mission. I know you'd like that that story. There was at one point they uh, there was a, a whole shipment of Rhydonium. And to stop it from, from I forget what had happened, but they were going to, the separatists were going to use it to, against the Republic, and they managed to uh, rig it and explode it before it could cause much harm. It actually did cause a lot of harm, but more harm than what it was supposed to. And, uh, and it gave off these colorful colors and everything, and it was so pretty, even though it was, like, so deadly. <laughs> so that's basically Rhydonium right there. And I love how they make those Star Wars The Clone Wars connections. So that, it was awesome seeing those those awesome colorful explosions again. And then those fear knocks are super... Like, they just kept coming. coming. There are a lot of <laughs> I was them. like, where the heck? And they're, like, multiplying. They're like, <laughs> yeah, they, they were inside. They, they were a big colony. Yeah. And um, and then we have Ezra helping Sabine. Of course. <laughs> hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to save you. The moment he said that, I went in my head, yeah, I'm who's going to save you? <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny because a lot of people, and I've noticed this, uh, while um, just going through social media and stuff, a lot of people were like, oh, okay, well, the guy saved the girls. There goes, you know, progressiveness. Nah. No, but let's look at, let's analyze it. The girls actually saved the guys. They're, the boys coming to their rescue, they, it was inevitable. It had to happen because there was it, no way off of that little speck of the, dust. The, the only people in the ship were boys. Exactly. Of course, 
you have to have boys coming. Come to, exactly. But now they rescue. The table. Yeah. That's another thing. Yeah, exactly. They turned the table. They pro- they just provided a means to get off. Wow. But they, the rescue, Sabine saved freaking Ezra for being silly and, and you know, all into and his crush. And then Hera saved the whole ship. ship. <laughs> yeah. And something that Kanan didn't even know. He's like, I don't know how to work this thing. What the hell is happening? And so, so, you know, the girls actually did, in fact, not only save everyone, but they ended up saving themselves so uh yeah <laughs> you know how can you have some okay if you have the boys going into the the planet or the asteroid whatever that is that they were collecting those supplies from then you will say oh they're just the, the boys it's always behind. the boys the yeah. girls left behind and yeah you have the girls saving the boys ha 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 you have the girls they're having their moment. They go together to a mission. Who is left in the ship? The boys. Just the boys. So, of course, the boys are the ones that are going to have to come and, and pick them up. Yeah. Not, no, I'm calling no, yeah, picking, picking them picking, up. Providing a means. <laughs> because it was like... <laughs> there was no other rescue, man. There was you no guys rescue. <laughs> it was done. And uh, and I liked how they did that. It was genius what the, writer, what the, the writers did at that didn't go that route it actually went through a route that was unexpected because i was like oh snap they did it girl power <laughs> and what's next so we have uh she is her beating uh, sabina hera says that you know we won't be always fighting this battle alone and it just again it just you know puts into what's gonna happen yeah you know, what the free sh- future is bringing in terms of the Rebel Alliance and, and stuff. And, and, and that part also brought me to, you know Bail what? Organa. This Not necessarily Bail Organa, but the Jedi. They, there may not be all, all gone. Like in, in in the first Star Wars movie that, that we saw, we get this idea that somehow Obi-Wan is the only one left. And he is training... Uh, look to do look whatever look. you know <laughs> now anti oh, no, um, um, it sort of sounds like uh, the the and the way he responds to her sounds the uh, Wizard of Oz Auntie M Auntie. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know so um but y- you know that's the impression you get right that the, he's basically. The only two in the force and Darth Vader, you know? Darth Vader? Darth Vader. <laughs> yeah. Don't make fun of my pronunciation, okay? <laughs> he is dark. Yeah. <laughs> and then when the three uh, three new movies come along and the last movie shows how basically they all start dying left and right and and they're being killed you sort of go back to that first movie and you say wow they're 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 really you know not many out there with this i get the impression that they're more than what you think they are i like to think so for sure it opens up so many possibilities and it doesn't take away from the fact that luke is the a new hope, hope. No. you know it doesn't take it away no, it at doesn't. all it, because 
there has to be more than one. There's always a leader, but there has to be more. You cannot lead an army of zero. Right. There, there has to be more, and, and just one or one Jedi doesn't do much, doesn't amount for much. Mm. There are more out there, and this is what he's basically bringing back, bringing that balance all over to where it's supposed to be. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know, I felt like Sabine kind of got it in the end, but I feel like there's still room there's for still friction. That, yes, she's a teenager. I know, I know, I know. But I, I, I'd like to see how where that goes. But I honestly, like down the line, I'd love to see them in another episode again, you know, at, in a more progressed state of their relationship. So I, I definitely, oh man, I definitely want more Sabine in here. <laughs> They're such cool girls. And so do you have any other... Hera is so nonchalant, you know, like, chill girl, you know, like, and the way she has about her is like, the world can be falling apart, and she just like, okay, we'll do it, we'll move here. We'll go there. It's funny <laughs> you say that because I feel like sometimes she needs to she needs to loosen up. But it's funny that you do already see her that way. She's not serious. She's relaxed. She's at a level of relaxation that no one <laughs> that's true has an idea. It's like whatever. You know, I, I say that a lot. Whatever. She actually lives. <laughs> Whatever. I'll get there. She'll take a chill pill. <laughs> Sit down. Don't I worry. I got it. <laughs> and that's her attitude. I love that. That's so cool. Because she's the mama. And that's how I like mamas to be. Like, take it easy. Don't explode. Don't go nuts. Because you know what? They're not going to stop. <laughs> Your kids are not going to stop. They're going to be kids. They're going to do what they're, what they're supposed to do. Relax. Take it one pill at a time. And that's it. <laughs> you, you get there. Oh, man. I really hope Vanessa Marshall listens to our podcast because she'd love that. <laughs> so I guess that's it. So if you have nothing else to say... Are you good no. with this episode? I love it. I love it. I loved it. It was, and I honestly like didn't... Molly Shannon. I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! But yeah, so I, I love, I loved it. I didn't have any negative things to say about it at all. It was awesome. No, they, they did a very good balance with the girl. Thing. Yeah, you know, uh, sometimes it can feel pushy. Yeah. Just because uh, everybody wants it and everybody's screaming for it, so they push it. Right. This didn't feel like that. It was well-balanced. It had everything that needed to have, and and at the moment, it needed it. Mm -hmm. So it was good. It was nice. All righty, then. So that's it for today. Stay tuned for our next Rebels Chat when we'll discuss the episode Empire Day. Oh, man. That, it has so many, like, emotions. emotions. No, it's it's, going to be emotional. It's it's all about Ezra and, and, oh, man. I'm going to cry. No, I didn't cry, but you'll definitely, it'll it'll give you, you know, the, the feels. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I can't feels. eat cartoons for that. 
<laughs> and uh and you know make sure to visit thewookiegunner.com and for all things star wars and fangirl may the force be with you always always <laughs>